0: Online in another world. Chapter 119 Time of Rest and Recovery. Alekai shook his head, I have things to tend to still. The red haired warrior smiled softly, patting the boy's head, don't worry. I will be fine. One does not become a champion through being defeated by a simple bit of exhaustion. Well, if you say so, he smiled. Though he wanted to help, he was partly glad to be spared of having to work further that day. While walking up the tree accompanied bridges, he watched from up above as Alekai began to settle in the freed captives. I never asked, but what happened? You know, while you were captive at the Outrider village? He asked, looking up at Vandred as they walked. The wooden planks of the spiraling bridge creaked, running slick as the rainfall crept through the foliage all around them. Vandred seemed hesitant to answer at first, looking forward with that ever bored look in his eyes, nothing I couldn't handle. Don't think too hard about it. Emilio watched him. I was going to break out on my own anyway but your friend there showed up. I found him nearly becoming food for one of the outriders, Vandret explained. Brumman flinched at those words, walking in front of them as he held an embarrassed, shameful expression, letting his shoulders drop. Come on man, he thought, your role was to rescue him, but he rescued you instead? As if hearing Emilio's thoughts, Brumman sighed out before stopping in front of Alekai's home, this is, air, the place. Well, I'll be on my way, then. I'll see you tomorrow. In a hurry, Brumman rushed off for some unknown reason, but that reason was made clear by the way the young man was buckling his knees. Ah, you gotta go when you gotta go, he thought, watching before knocking on the side of the door. Though the entryway was open to Alekai's home, he didn't feel comfortable just barging in, but it didn't seem to matter what he felt as Vandred walked right past him and into the tree attached abode. Wait, hey. Vandred ignored him, looking around, it's a lot more advanced than I expected it to be. Of course it is, a feminine voice greeted them, I am responsible for the architecture in this village these days. Both and himself looked over to find a familiar face, at least to himself it was the wife of Alekai. Miena. Emilio said. S.H., Miena raised a finger to her lips with a small smile, Vela is asleep. It takes quite a bit to get that child to sleep. Oh, he covered his mouth. Still. The silver-haired woman of the Varma had a smile of relief as tears seemed to be held back in her eyes. It wasn't as though she seemed particularly emotional about the boy's return, but what it meant. ''This man with you, is he?'' Mienna glanced at Vandred. Vandred placed his hand on Emilio's head, messing up his hair, ''I'm this kid's babysitter. Thanks for taking care of him in my absence.'' ''I see, that means it was a success then, right?'' Mienna said, asking carefully as she looked at Emilio. Nodding slowly, he smiled, knowing the way such confirmation would unshackle the woman from her stress. Of course, the moment it was put into reality for Miena, she exhaled all of the doubt from her body as she held her hands together. Thank goodness, thank goodness, I'm so glad. Miena said, and my husband. He's fine, Emilio assured her, he said he's got a few things to finish up then he'll turn in. I see. Thank you, Emilio, it's not the first time my husband has taken such a dangerous mission, but, it doesn't get any easier waiting out the night, unknowing if he'll walk through the entrance, Mienna said. A good minute was spent by the wife of Alekai to simply regain her breath and settle her stress before she looked at Emilio again, her eyes scanning the state of his outfit, which was left tattered and stained in blood. Emilio, your clothes. Mienna said. Ah, I forgot about that, he said, looking down. Vandred looked at him, I was going to say something, but there wasn't much of a point since I don't have any spares that fit you. Mienna laughed, leave it to me. I happen to be quite dexterous with a needle I'll have to find you something to wear in the meantime, though. All right, I'd appreciate it, he accepted. He found himself having to wear the garments of the Varma, which was no top and just a leather loincloth to cover his goods. It left parts rather chilly, but he put up with it as he sat on one of the cushioned seats in the home. Mienna herself was multitasking in the kitchen area, whipping up a late-night meal and tending to Emilio's torn clothes. Looks like you built a reputation for yourself while I was gone, Vandred said, sitting by him. Yeah, I guess, he said, the Varma are really good people. They took me in without question. As he spoke, he spurred a small manifestation of healing magic, tending to his bruised and sore body as he sat there quietly. The sound of rainfall was loud and clear from beyond the walls as no door sat to border the home from the outside world. It's been raining a while now, hasn't it? Emilio said, looking towards the ceiling. Tap. 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 It was a relaxing melody of the clouds' tears, the gentle pitter-patter of rain droplets echoing against the rooftop and falling past the colossal trees. Vandred brought out a map, gazing at it, let's hope it stops by tomorrow's sunrise. Yeah, he replied. Though Miena claimed she wasn't going to cook a fabulous feast, as it was late at night and Vela was sleeping, it seemed their definitions of what constitutes a feast was different by the time the food was laid out. This is, a lot, Emilio said. Vandred looked down at the plates. A lot of vegetables and naturally grown spices from the forest were used in conjunction to make spicy, tangy dishes, involving rabbit meat, deer, or even boar, it seemed. Mienna laughed, is it? Well, I guess when I'm feeling overwhelmed with emotion, I sort of get lost in baking things. It's easy to get caught up in the aroma that swirls around the pots. I'm not complaining, he laughed as well. Vandred seemed to share the same sentiment as he raised a bowl of what looked to be rice and rabbit meat, seasoned with a spicy, black powder. Besides, Alekai can eat quite a lot, Miena smiled softly, especially after a battle that man can eat an elephant. I've felt like that before, he chuckled. Such authentic food, unique in its spices and procedure in which it was cooked, was an experience in itself. As he lifted the wooden spoon, guiding a boat of sweet-sauced vegetables and meat to his mouth, he took it in gratefully. For the first time in his life, it felt as if he had truly earned such a meal. Through battle and adventure, he was rewarded with this. A life-or-death battle just for some good grub, right now, that seems like a fair deal to me, he thought. The rain continued on and Alekai had yet to return, though the exhaustion plaguing his body was getting the better of him as his eyelids began to flicker. Get some rest, Emilio, Mienna told him, I'm sure you've done enough for today. Yeah. He answered in a yawn. As he laid himself down, just the act of finally allowing his body to relax allowed a wave of feelings to come over his physical form, his muscles soothed, but ached at the same time. Oh, man, he thought, I really overdid it today. Without fail, he managed to fall asleep within moments of laying down, slipping right into slumber. Of course, Vandred didn't relinquish his body to sleep as he stayed up, sitting by the front door as he read his crinkled map. Are you sure you shouldn't be resting? Miena asked the man, stitching up Emilio's clothes while sitting on the chair in the middle of the room. Vandred was quiet, taking a moment to respond as he traced his platinum eyes along the map, don't need it. Besides, it's my job to keep that brat safe. You're not thinking we're out to get you, are you? Miena frowned. That's not what I meant. I'm just staying ready for anything, straggler outriders, beasts, you name it, Vandred told her, it's best to be diligent. Maybe. But, I think rest is important for everybody even if you think you don't need it, Mienna said. Perhaps, Vandred replied. It wasn't until a few minutes of silence later that the sound of footsteps approached from outside the abode, welcoming in the sight of the red-haired champion, who was slick in rain. Alekai, dear. Mienna greeted the man. The husband and wife met each other in an embrace sharing kisses and a level of affection that made Vandred awkwardly cough in an attempt to interrupt them. Ah, I hope my home is to your comfort, friend, Alekai said, looking over at Vandred. The quiet man scratched his head, yeah. It's a lot better than an outrider's cell, so I can't complain. I suppose that's true, Alekai smiled, I'm sorry you had to go through that. It's been my clan's purpose to punish the outriders, but we only acted once. Don't worry about it, Vandred yawned, it's nothing to me. Nothing. Mienna repeated quietly. Though at first it seemed as though the platinum eyed man was trying to seem tough, by the look of indifference in his eyes, it seemed to be the truth. Alekai could smell the scent of it on him, death lingered around Vandred, but it never claimed him. In those eyes, he saw it clearly. This man has faced death countless times, Alekai thought. Apologies. It's disrespectful to patronize a warrior's will, Alekai nodded. I don't know about any of that, I'm fine and dandy, but just one thing. Vandred said, raising a finger. What is it? Alekai looked at him. Vandred sighed, ruffling his own hair, it's really damn troublesome thinking about it again. Those outriders killed my steed. I'm guessing my carriage is destroyed now, too. There was no shame possessed by Vandred, who didn't hesitate to use the guilty conscience of the Varma champion to seek out a new mode of transportation. Mm. Um, um. Alekai thought to himself, that's troublesome. We don't have the vehicles of man in our village, but we do have horses. That'll do. Just one strong enough for me, the brat, and some supplies, Vandred said. Sure thing, Aleke nodded, after the contributions of Emilio, that's a small price. Tomorrow, I will present to you the strongest of our steed. A handshake sealed the deal between the two, to which Vandred was slightly caught off-guard by the agreeable nature of the champion. He's quite the honorable fellow, Vandred thought.